You're listening to a special episode of the Career Geek Podcast, recorded at Armageddon in Melbourne, 2010, where we talk with Bill Farmer, voice actor. Hi, I'm Bill Farmer. I'm a voice actor. I live in Los Angeles, and uh, you might know me best for such characters as, Gorsh, your old pal Goofy, <laughs> and occasionally even Bugs Bunny. Oh, brother, ain't I a stinker? And many more. So can you just tell us, once you, once you got out of college, um, you know, wh- how did you get your first few gigs? My uh, degree was in broadcast journalism, so I was in radio, and I would able to uh, I, I'd create characters online. I would do, like the Wolfman Jack show, and I would do a rock and roll show with different characters, bringing in invented characters to jazz up the show. Um, after that, got into stand-up comedy as an impressionist, because I always had a facility for doing voices. Did that for a number of years, and then in 1986, decided to move to Hollywood to see what I could do. Moved out there, and as luck would have it, uh, my first animated character audition in Hollywood was Gorsh for Goofy. Wow. So how did you how did you get to the stage where you could audition for Goofy? I just got an agent and my agent just said one day, do you do any of the Disney characters? And I could kind of do a Mickey Mouse. Oh boy. Wow. You know, not very good Donald Duck. That's about all I can say. But Gorsh Goofy was my favorite Disney character. And uh, so they liked that one, and about 200, well, it was about 1,200 people that tried out, and uh, they liked mine the best, and so I've been doing that voice for 23 years now. Fantastic. All right, so you've mentioned having uh, broadcast training, so you've got excellent mic technique and all of that, and you've got an agent. Um, what other things, aside from natural talent, do people need to have in order to be a serious voice actor and make a career out of it? The best training I ever had was stand-up comedy, because... You can't fake it. You're either funny or you're not, and the crowd will let you know real fast. I learned how to perform by doing stand-up, and it was very difficult. Um, I took classes very early on from one of the great voiceover talents, Dawes Butler, who did all of the classic Hanna-Barbera thing, Yogi Bear, Huckleberry Hound, all of that. And he said, you're not just someone doing a funny voice or a different voice. You are an actor. Study acting study acting any way that you are. The fact that there's no camera there doesn't mean anything. You're still acting. I imagine it'd take quite a bit of time to actually break into this industry. You started off, you know, you were just talking to, um, you know, making funny voices at the drive-in, and then you did comedy, and then you kind of broke in, in that way. How many years uh, are you looking at um, from starting, from the start of your career to where you are now making money off it? From college until I got the break with Goofy, 12 years. And so that was 12 years of doing stand-up comedy, radio, um, guest bits, little clubs. I would do rotary clubs and Kiwanis clubs and church meetings and also just experience. But the main thing is that you have to do it because you love it. Don't do it because you want to make a lot of money. The money will come. If you're willing to do it because you love it and if you would do it even though you didn't get paid, if you're still willing to do it, it's probably the right choice for you. You've got to love it. Wonderful. So people will probably aspire to do what you do with, with characters, but what other voiceover work is there available for people who, who just want to build up their showreel? Uh, there's a lot of different types of voice work. Of course, there's doing animated characters, which is kind of a closed, very tough-to-get-into niche. Uh, there is, of course, commercials. There are... ADR groups, loop groups that do television shows, movies, uh, announcing. Um, there are people that can read audio books. There's more and more uh, web, web, uh, 
webisodes, if you will. There's a lot of work on the, on the uh, internet, and all of it's available to kind of go after. Can you give us some advice also on putting together a good voice reel? Like, what, what's your advice there? You only have a minute and a half to really impress someone. And if someone's listening to 50 demos, yours has to stand out. The three things you really have to do is, first of all, show that you have acting ability, show that you're professional, and that you have versatility. And also show your natural range, uh, what we call a signature voice. In other words, my regular voice. What would I push the most? The more commercial a sound, the better, too, because commercials are the the uh, you know bread and butter of voiceover so always have a commercial demo first then if you want to branch into animation do so then and you should also probably tailor your voice reel for who you're applying to well it, it can be a general the main idea is to get them to bring you in to show what you can do it's not to show everything that you can do in the demo it's to show that you're professional that they feel comfortable to bring you in for an audition it can get you the audition you have to get the job from the audition um, just uh, we'll wrap that up here. So thank you very much for your time. But do you have any final piece of advice? Like just, just, just be honest with people um, about kind of the hardships that they're going to have to go through if they want to do this seriously. If you want to do it seriously, you got to know the odds that it's very competitive. There's a lot of people in Los Angeles alone. There's about 120,000 Screen Actors Guild members, one of the unions that oversees show business. On any given week, there's around 3,500 jobs. So on any given week, there's about 97,000 out-of-work actors. That's an interesting statistics. Well, thank you very much, Bill Farmer. It's been a pleasure having you on the show and uh, having you here at Armageddon. Gosh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to this special episode of the Canned Geek Podcast. This interview was conducted at the Armageddon Expo event held in Melbourne in 2010. For more information about all the Armageddon events running in both Australia and New Zealand, you can check out their website at armageddonexpo.com. And for every other geeky event happening in Australia and New Zealand, you can check out our website, cangeek.com. And now for some bonus content, I accidentally started the interview with a flat battery in Bill's microphone. So what follows here are the missing parts of the interview, where Bill is off mic, but he's audible nonetheless. I hear that your first exploits were driving past drive throughs and just doing funny voices for the, for the operators. When I was a kid, yeah, I found out I had a facility for doing voices and impressions and stuff, and so my friends thought it'd be fun, and we'd drive through places like Burger King or something, and I'd like to order a Whopper with cheese, and Arnold the Pig would like a Coke, you know, and everyone would laugh, and I never knew that it would turn into a career. So where did it go from there? Because you were getting jobs when you were in college, weren't you? Yeah, I started actually, uh, we would have like, I was in a fraternity and we'd have band breaks and they'd say, you can help do some voices, man. You know, so I'd get up and I'd have to write a little routine and do impressions. Mm -hmm. And my degree was in broadcast journalism, so I kicked around in radio for a number of years. Then did stand-up comedy for about five years, which was great training. And then decided to go out to Hollywood to see what I could do. And as luck would have it, right place, right time, uh, my very first audition for an animated character was Goofy. Oh, man, sorry. You've been listening to the Career Geek Podcast, a series of interviews with professionals working in all kinds of fields and industries relevant in some way to geeky interests, in the interest of learning about how exactly you get into these kind of awesome jobs. This is also a spin-off of the Canned Geek Podcast. Now that podcast is an hour-long discussion show of geek culture and news with myself and two other hosts, and you can find episodes of that podcast as well as more career geek interviews at www.cangeek.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes and follow the feed of both podcasts on there. 
and check out cangeek.com for the most comprehensive and up-to-date guide to geeky conventions, meets and events happening in Australia, New Zealand and Tasmania. All the links mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes at cangeek.com and I do plan on adding more episodes of Career Geek in the future. Lastly and most importantly, I'd like to thank the voices behind all the people you hear in the Career Geek podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and talk with me and share your knowledge. Thank you for listening. Once again, the website is cannedgeek.com and the music you've been hearing in the background is by Chicago Lolly.